podcast, Series 6. The Garden Art Walk is July 10th. What a combination. Gardens and art. Teresa, welcome. Thank you. It's good to be here. I'm glad. I'm so glad. We're going to talk about your garden. We're going to talk about your art. And then we're going to talk about anything you want to talk about. I love it. Okay. Uh, And you had talked to me a little bit about some concepts you have for your garden. And in your description for the Garden Art Walk, you talk about rewilding. And so can you explain that and also this concept that you have of no border? So I think those two things are, all those things are intertwined, where um, fundamentally, I don't know how to garden, right? I was brought up by my grandmother who in a garden. I wouldn't go to preschool. I went to her garden instead and played with snails. Um, But, so that's a tangent, sorry. Um, There were some key things about that there's not a separate unit of plants they interact who knows what happens underground what kind of communication communication systems we they have and i don't think that human beings understand fundamentally the plant life as much as we think we do and so what happens on the surface for us to play with on this very superficial level um I feel like we don't understand. And there are no, I mean, inherently, if you go underground, you have the roots interconnecting, I'm assuming, that are speaking to one another between the trees. And therefore, uh, there are no borders. Borders are the things that human beings make, right? We construct nations, we construct towns, we construct lines on the ground, which have, frankly, messed up most of our planet, right? Um, Or at least politically, socially, all that. Um, and we feel we're strange. We're a species that feel like we're in control of the, that surface level. And I don't think we are. And I don't think we should be. So the idea of borders, for me, politically, socially, all of that, as an immigrant, I never understood why people needed papers to get across a line that you can step on one side and be in Mexico. And the other side, you step with your right foot and you're in the U.S. soil. What is it's a soil and there are interconnections in between. Under the ground, there's roots that coexist, co-mingle, co-talk, you know, just like the trees. So, so for me, when I do the garden, when the garden, A, it's wild. I don't separate weeds from plants, right? I think the weeds are just as interesting and exciting because I frankly don't know them. So for a long time, I just observed the garden. It's been four years now that we've been living at, the, at this property, and I just watch a lot. And then I pick out a few things. Now, I hate to weed. I hate to pick things out. Um, Unless it feels like it's sort of overdoing itself. And then I try to be very mindful about what I'm picking. You know, what is it that needs to go and why? And and also, who am I to pick that thing? Who am I as a subject? Right? Because it's having its own thing. That the rewilding is that you just leave that thing alone. And it'll do what it needs to do. Right? Like... We just need to leave it alone. Why do we mow? Why do we blow leaves from one section to another in a way that disturbs the planet, really, because of all the gas? Why do we do that? We just have to stop that process, and it'll take care of itself, 
right? I love the thing that comes from the concrete, like that green plant that just comes from, I don't know, the side of the house. I know it's going to kill my siding eventually. The house is going to collapse because I let the roots grow. But so what? So what if human structures collapse? Could we let nature do the thing that it wants to do? Because we frankly have to learn from that unless we don't want to exist anymore. (sighs) You know, I have never, ever thought about, well, I do think about when I dig all that stuff underground and just that there's no border under the ground. There's an, there's the direct relationship, right? To the stuff that's on top, to the stuff that's that's underneath. Beautiful. All right. Next thing that we had talked about was this idea of the space for uncertainty. What does that mean to you? I think that goes hand in hand with the idea that humans are not as much in control as we think we are. And I think that I think, I mean, there's a question, there's a question with that phrase already, right? Like, who am I to think that I know something about these plants? Um, Really, who am I? Like, where did I learn the concept between weed and a flower? Where did that come from, right? That dandelion's there to like enrich the soil. Why are we picking it? We love, and I love dandelions, right? Because you've, you know, ever since you're a kid and you blow that round, beautiful yes. geometric structure, yes. right? And then as a kid, someone says, no, no, my weeds are going everywhere on the lawn. The whole lawn thing is a whole, also a huge problem, right? Anyway, but um, back to what we were saying. Oh, uncertainty. Yes. Yeah, I, I don't know. As a teacher, as an artist, as a human being, and there's an artist, William Kentridge, that, that leaves a space um, for uncertainty in his studio. And I think, I think we, when we don't know, we leave that space open to other things to suggest themselves rather than that human brain that has driven ecology to the ground. And we have to stop using that brain. We really have to, we really have, like today, you know, not in the future. So um, I try to really shut that part of myself go and, and, and guide myself by my gut, really, in the garden. And mostly I just don't do anything in the garden. I just sit there. What about the concept of it's not mine or it's not yours? Right. So this is a really, I think, important thing. I think um, I inherited the garden from Svetlana, from the previous owner, whose name, by the way, means light. Um, and she, I, re, I, heard, I heard that she passed, right? So there's this continuum now when I'm in her garden of, of looking and seeing, oh, did she put that plant in? Or how did she relate this plant to this plant because she put them next to it? So it wasn't mine. And it's certainly not going to be mine when, when I'm not there, right? When I'm, when I'm dead or when I'm, if we move or whatever. And I think that continuum is hugely important to remember that the land is not yours, it's not owned by you. We're just there for a brief second. And, you know, you just hope that the next, I mean, it's amazing what she created for me, for me, for the next person, right? Um, I remember writing a letter when we got the house saying, you know, she, I noticed the mints in the garden, the mint, the strawberries. And I said, what else does a person need, right? I'm just, that's awesome. So, um, so I'm super grateful that, and I don't know if she was the one who started it or if there was another owner. Anyway, so there's many people that sort of traverse this land and can we just, 
I don't know, and leave it more beautiful for the next one. And what, you know, whatever beauty that means, not even human beauty. Like, can we leave it a little wild? Can we be okay with those weeds and love them, right? Oh, it's treading on very, very dodgy ground. Political and social ground. I know, I know. A lot of people. Right. Lawns, weeds, mm, property. mm. Careful, Teresa. Well, that's me. Okay. (laughs) Uh, And so that is you you in relationship with your garden. Mm. How do these concepts spill over into your art? I think there's no separation, right, between anything that you're doing, between walking to art to gardening. In my artwork, it's the same. It's There's a space for where I have an intention for what I think the painting or whatever the drawing is going to do. And then in the moment, things change. You spill over your ink bottle. And, uh, and that's very much part of the process because it's something else, leaving room for something else to enter. Not always the human desire or the human brain or the human whatever could we just be a little less human please maybe we're post-human sorry no that's fine maybe we are post-human last question you say fundamentally you do not know what do you mean by that i don't know intellectually i don't think i have the answers in my head i do sense that I know things in my gut and I know things in my heart that I'm trying to pay more and more attention to because it's not something that we've been educated in. So we have neglected our bodies, the gut, the heart, the feet, whatever. Um, And I think those things are really exciting to explore because we haven't listened to those things. And I think those things are related to your foot connects to the ground, your heart connects to the air, your gut connects to all the things that you eat, right? Which is the ground. I mean, fundamentally, we're not separate from the ground. We're not separate from the planet because we are the carbon of the soil. So, tangent. Where did I go from there? What was the thing? What was the question? Fundamentally, I don't know. Right, exactly. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and... What about the Garden Art Walk itself? Are you looking forward to, or what are you looking forward to in participating in it? I think I'm looking forward to having a dialogue with the garden, a dialogue with my art in the garden as an installation, and then a dialogue with the people that come and see what sparks for them. You know, see what an object, a portrait next to a bush, what kind of relationship that makes. And if someone has a memory of their grandmother, wh- whatever, whatever sparks, whatever, whatever, because we are in relation, right? We're in relation to one another. We live in relation to this planet. We're not, we're no, we're not, we don't have borders. We don't end at our skin, right? So yeah, that's, I'm looking forward to that cross relational exchange of whatever happens for people. So excited. Okay, and now, and also, just to let people know, your garden, Teresa, is on terraces. Yes. And there are steps between the terraces. Yes, the whole property is, so there's a front section, which I think most people will come to, but there are sections on the terrace that show more of the rewilding because the backyard was really, I mean, we there was a lovely moment where there, there was a coyote that was walking through our back um, mountain, basically, rocks. But this amazing, graceful creature mm. decided to take a walk 
It was amazing. It was behind, right behind the house. It was, it was an incredible moment. Oh, okay. Uh, so I just want to let people know that there are steps. You don't have an escalator and you don't have an elevator. No, not at all. So be prepared, people, to... To hike a bit. Hike. Yeah. Hike through the rewilding <laughs> of Teresa's garden. Basically through the jungle. Yeah. <laughs> Teresa, thanks. Thank you so much. You can meet Teresa. You can meet her rewild garden. And you can meet her art. That's awesome. Thank you. Looking forward to it. Great. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Stop by again.